0: Hello and welcome to the 10 Pence Arcade Podcast. My name is Victor Marland, aka Vertvic.
1: And I'm Sean Holly, aka Sean Holly. And hopefully, after three, this is the third mic I've got in about three months. of have been pants. And this one is a Blue Yeti. And I'm hope, hoping, listeners, this is a lot clearer. Kind of a lot clearer voice because your voice, Vic, is very clear and mine's normally muffled. But hopefully, I've it's finally, go northern. Started. That's why. So we can go into into podcast two hundred and fifty and that no, kind of thing.
0: I think it's because you're northern and you've usually got like pies and gravy all around your mouth and stuff, and that's where you're always sort of a bit, you know. What I would say is is your mics and over the past few months have been what would I'd say botched attempts.
1: Mm, been, so so they...
0: now, after about ten years of podcasting, you finally arrive with your mic. Yeah, it was <laughs>
1: <laughs> typical yeah,
0: Holly style. They weren't cheap as well. Last but... to the pie. Do not, do not be northern, going on about cheapness. You got a good price for that. Uh, that blue Yeti. They are yeah, the podcaster's favourite. It's Black Friday sale. Hmm.
1: Black Friday,
0: not a Thursday, not a Sunday. Actually, it's a week now, isn't it? Black Friday. Oh God, it's a pain in the backside. I don't think I've bought anything from from any shop that's been cheaper, to be honest with you. Any road, let's get on with it, because this is going to be the last seven, going to be high quality podcasts. Let's do it. Okay. What have you been up to? Should we do me up to or you up to first? I've been up to loads of stuff lately. I've not put anything in there. Uh Uh-oh, you better make some stuff up then. Well, I'll go first then. So, first thing on our list is a pony drive. I've been driving ponies around. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what a pony is, it might be a new listener, I've got some Japanese arcade cabinets. They're candy cabs made out of metal, and they're called Jalico Ponies, Pony Mark III 28s, and they're quite big, heavy cabinets. And I've brought them upstairs to the big gaming room slash podcast studio, where all my other games are. So I've got two ponies in the corner now. I've moved things around. Next to them, I've got the Phoenix and the Space Invaders trim lines. Over in the, the bay window, I've got the ISIS cabinet. It's going to be one, two, three, four, five of them. And over in the corner where the two trim lines were is going to be my Asteroids cabinet, my little Vartec uh, cadet. And that's about it, I think. The rest, the Dig Dug is probably going to go before long, so I want to actually have a, a cabaret Dig Dug. And the little Galaxian I've got them, um, the little sort of British-made Galaxian is going to go as well. And also, two ponies are up for sale at the moment. But it took a while getting them up here. Um, me and wife got them up on our own. I took the monitors out of them, took the flip-top fronts, because they've got like a big massive front on them that flips up, very heavy. And then we took them up quite easily after that and the isis cabinet when i took the 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 doors the coin doors the coin boxes the monitor out of that it was quite light as well and i might actually manage that on my own so that's pretty good it looks good in here now uh the mr driller isis cab which i moved up here the other day as well is right in the middle of the floor it's getting worked on at the moment i i had to do a little repair to it because in the on the back where the where you grab hold of it to move it where the little handles are there was a very common broken bit where the lock goes so someone might have forced the door open and broke through the lock so what I did is I replaced the piece of wood over the top of that and routed through the wood with a flush bit to do the handles and glued it all together. It's quite nice now. It works quite well. And when I was doing that, I had the cab outside because it was down. So I thought like, I can't get outside, get all the messy stuff done before I bring it in. And I was doing it, so I had it on its side, and I noticed inside the bottom of the cabinet, which is probably the base where all the, the power supply and everything goes in the cab, there's a piece of wood in there with a little man on it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. So what what they used to do back in the early days is when a cabinet used to get trashed or broken or whatever, cabinet manufacturers used to use any old bits of wood they'd lying around. So they used to use bits of, I've seen Pac-Man cabs with Galaxian bottoms in them, and they've got bits of... They're normally hidden. It's not that you can see them. They're usually hidden on the inside, but you can see them from the inside. And this one, I found out what it is. This is actually a, a pinball, a part of a pinball side art called Trident by Stern from 1979. So this is not surprising because these sub-electro Isis cabs were made in the early 80s in the UK. So I presume that the arcade manufacturer, sub-electro, probably ran their own arcades as well or had access to old arcade games. And it's just obviously, when a pinball is sitting around doing nothing, not working, it's just an empty box. They might as well strip it for parts, use it for spares, and then use the wood to make other cabs. And that's what they've done here. So I'll put a picture on the website for people to look at that. It's quite a good little thing. It's the little stenciled green guy.
1: Mm. Yeah, it does look good.
0: I have uh from where the Barrows is, the marketplace in Glasgow, the famous Barrows, Barrowlands, there's a guy there Barres. called Jim who runs a really cool little um console shop. And I every now and again I go and help him out. He's, good, he's a good guy, actually. He helps me out a bit and I help him out with doing little repairs for me. He had a load of spectrums to do. So I tested four of them out for him and quickly did the AV mob, which is just a couple of wires and a capacitor, I think. It's not a lot to do to it. So I tested those and got them working for him. And I've been to the Glasgow gaming market. You know the travelling gaming market that goes around the country? Oh, yeah. I think last weekend they had the London one. They had the Glasgow one again. So I went in there. I bought a few Famicom carts, as usual. I nearly bought a Famicom Rob. You know the little robot guy?
1: Oh yeah, it might look good on a shelf. Yeah, that's anything, what I though. wanted
0: it for, right? Cuz I've got a Famicom Junior and I've got lots of bits for it. I've got the um got an Everdrive for it obviously and I've got like the 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 disc system for it, the Famicom disc system underneath it which I use quite a bit. I've also got a disc system SD card which replaces that. And I've got various controllers of the one I made. And I've always wanted a Rob to sort of sit somewhere nice. I don't even need it to be working. It just just a little ornament would be really nice. And I picked this, the boxed one up, and it was a, it was 90 quid. And I went, oh, I'll have that. That's not too bad a price for a Rob. And I said to the guy, do you mind if I look inside? Because it's quite a lot of money dropping. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it up And he says, just the accessory kit. I went, what? And he goes, oh, it's the accessory kit for the Rob, like the little discs he moves around. I went, oh, is it not the actual thing? He said, no, no, it isn't. It's just the accessories. And the actual Rob in a box was 160 quid. Okay. And I was thinking, oh. mm. uh, my wallet was quivering and I backed out. I didn't want to buy one, not for that price. If you can get a broken one, that'd be fine. I don't need it only mm. needs to work because the actual thing, it moves around. It's pretty rubbish to game on it. So, yeah, I nearly bought that, nearly bought it, but I didn't save myself. I could, I could make you
1: one. Oh, yeah. Like, a rob, like what would it look cor- like? Cornflake packets for the legs.
0: That'd be good. Toilet tubes. Toilet, toilet tubes. Toilet, rhymes,
1: tubes, toilet, tubes and- toilet roll tubes. To- yeah. And then just some eyes made from pies and pies le- for leg- pies. Legs made from pegs.
0: Oh, that'd e- be good. Ears made from beers. And hands made from glands. Oh, dear. <laughs> Another thing I've been doing tonight, and I've run out of time just before I do this silly podcast, is i got my scope treks back. It's been repaired. And our Scopetrex was a remade, modernized Vectrex system on a board. So you buy the board, you buy all the parts for it, you put it all together, and the idea is you run it on an XY oscilloscope. But I haven't got an oscilloscope. I've never had an oscilloscope. I always meant for it to go in an asteroid's cabinet because the amazing James Watt, Jim, who lives mm-hmm. in my area, is really clever with um, Vectrex stuff. Very, very good engineer. And he made a interface card, PCB, that will let you run the scope tracks on an Asteroids or an Asteroids Deluxe cabin. It's got all loads of different things on it to change the controls around. You've got bits to plug into it and stuff. So it's like an interface. It basically runs the scope tracks on that monitor in the cab. And I put it together, and I can't get a picture for some reason. I'm not sure why. I must be doing something wrong with it, maybe. So I have to get on the gym and find out what I'm doing wrong. But that would be really cool, because I can play... Because with my um, my multi car for the the Vectrex, the Vect Fever, you can actually run the Vectrex in horizontal mode. So everything's horizontal rather than vertical, which is the, the standard orientation of a Vectrex. Mm. So you can play actual actual arcade asteroids on the Vectrex. So I can play asteroids in there, and lots of other games as well. Like um, I suppose you can play. A Tempest, that way round. You can play Black Widow. Loads of um, arcade games have been put on there. But what I'm going to do is make another panel for it, which I'm swap around, that's got the standard Vectrex joystick and the four buttons. So I play right. lots of Vectrex games on, the, on a bigger screen, because the Vectrex screen's only about 8 inches, whereas a, a Asteroids Cabaret is about 14 or 15 inches. It's a bigger screen. So that's going to be really cool when I get it actually working. I've had it working before, but the problem with the scope treks is I, I assembled some of the resistors wrong, apparently. And that wasn't allowing the controls to work properly. And there was sort of part part working. And I played a game on it, sort of. Um, but for some reason now, the screen isn't coming on. Must have done something wrong. I don't know what. But i have to work it out. Another thing I've been doing lately, which isn't arcade related, which was, made me really sore. I was sore already... So the same kind of thing as you've got wrong with your shoulder, I think. I've got a blood test tomorrow at the doctors, and I've got physio soon as well. But over the weekend, like last weekend was really busy, bringing the cabs upstairs and everything and doing lots of work. And this weekend, just gone, I was busy doing stuff here. And we've got a boiler coming soon to be replaced because we're doing stuff with our house. It's all sort of going ahead quite soon. And in the downstairs bathroom, which is going to be the utility room, everything's moved around, I had to bring down a false ceiling. Now, you've been here. Can you remember the false ceiling that's quite low? I had to take it all down. So I had to smash things up, pull things off, pull things off walls, lever things, That's lots of physical work. And it worked. went quite well. It's really neat now. But it really took it out of my body. I'm too old for this stuff. I really am too old for it. Arcade stuff, Yes. Moving arcades around, no. Pulling down ceilings, no. So, yeah, that's that was sore. I mean, quite. I, I nearly didn't go to work today. I was quite poorly this morning. I felt quite sorry for myself. So, yeah, that's that's the arcade stuff I've been doing lately. I don't think there's much else to tell you. I've been doing I've been doing stuff, actually. What, what stuff? I've is been, it relevant to this podcast? Kind of.
1: I've done another kind YouTube of. video, which is Dave and Buster's, so you'll like that one. You've done. The, I thought you did them already. No, I've done Dave and Buster's. I've, I've just done that last weekend. Oh, okay. And I've not put any promotion on it. I've not done any any social media promotion apart from one little arcade chat, it's just to see how it goes. Okay. And, and and it's got a lot less views. So you do need the Facebook, the Twitter, all yeah, that. Unfortunately,
0: like. so you get to people in. The- yeah, so I that's all I really use data. things like that for.
1: Yeah, I thought I'd try it, though, but it's not got as many views. It, it might pick up, but I'll leave it a couple more days. Mm-hmm. Just an experiment, really. I've been doing my music as well. I've been doing my chilled-out techno music, so I'm getting on have with you, that. Have you
0: made me a tune yet? I keep asking. You still
1: haven't done it. Yeah, but it, you won't like it. It'd be, like, dubby and techno and and, like... Well, if it's got mm-hmm. arcade samples in it, I might like it. No, there's no arcade samples. Well, why
0: don't you make it, then? Duh. <laughs> Silly boy.
1: No, I've not done that. But, yeah, I'm getting well into it. I'm going to try and get four songs done yeah Four like a four track ep are you gonna
0: lay down an ep
1: late by not by the end of the year it's not gonna happen but i'm gonna i'm gonna try and i've got one complete song that's the first one i've done yeah since 2008 the first complete song i've done since 2008 so it's your comeback yeah and it's very rough and it's like it's almost like a mixing experiment so it's very rough It what it's okay do you want me to produce but, it for you you need, yeah, it needs mastering. It needs mixing. Now, it what I'll do actually, is I'll
0: mix it and master it right into the bin.
1: I thought you might do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, oh yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. so I've been doing that. I've been doing YouTube. Go cool. into
1: arcade clubbury.
0: Yes. Any new machines or any additions?
1: No, it's the same stuff. I've been I've been playing the pinballs, but obviously because I've been going to physio with my shoulder, which mm-hmm. is actually. Some movements are still really painful, but yeah. others are better. Mm-hmm. And I've stopped taking so many headache tablets, so the pain in my neck's gone. You need so neck it, tablets, it, not headache tablets. It is working. Cool. But Good. obviously, no Krav Maga because... No, you don't want to make it worse. Yeah, I just can't go. So I'm doing like... Your arms doing the will workout, fall
0: off if you keep doing
1: that. Doing the workout. So I'm going running again. I started running again. Running? Running's so unpleasant. So just like, it's only about... So I think it's about two and a half, two and three quarter miles around the res. You know the res?
0: Yeah, the res. Yeah, me and the res are like that. Us. Yeah, yeah, Fishbowl what?
1: Res, opposite Blackburn Blackburn Hospital, which is handy in case you fall over. Yeah,
0: you just, just mm. wheel you straight in. Mm. Nice.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I've been doing that. That's what I've been doing. So nothing arcade. Well, I suppose the YouTube video is, is was on an arcade, the Dave and Busters. Indeed. Mm. You were impressed with that, weren't you? You loved no. it.
0: No. <laughs> but that, that that one was a lot nicer than the one in New York I went to. At least that place was clean and well-lit. The one in New York was dark and sticky and millions of kids running around. It's horrible. The way oh, you okay. were was actually really sort of nice and modern. It had all brand new stuff in it, well-lit, food, drink, everything. It was pretty good. If, if you like that sort of, you know, it's for kids really, isn't it? Yeah, was like the big games you can't get at home kind of thing. There's a- – in
1: the video i've sort of said but you can you can watch the video anyway i come to a conclusion oh no no i
0: couldn't do that i've seen it already yeah i saw it ages ago when you released it on proper youtubes
1: yeah you you can come to your conclusions on it kids but I, i was quite impressed by the couple of people that were going around and they were playing the games and they put a different light on it because you play the games you get the tickets your tickets you get the prizes and it's all that kind of thing
0: did you win a lollipop
1: but the virtual tickets on a virtual card on a virtual card. Oh yeah, card and it's a, not even paper r- tickets anymore, is it? Which is just real quite good card. environment. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Did you win so the that- lollipop? No. I Did think the children win lollipops? There's there's proper proper f- presence there, not like our Blackpool Seafront where you get
0: a, a tin of beans. A tin of beans. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a tin of beans. It was. Oh, where was it? it was Southwold? I went to a, a comedy festival years ago. And there was a pier at Southwold. It's a horrible little place. It was raining and I went in there and some of the Tombola prizes in this like, little arcade thing was actually actually Happy Shopper tinned potatoes. <laughs> what a prize. It's been there since about 1981 or something. Oh, that's excellent. What a prize. What a prize. Any road, let's get on to games. What have we been playing? I've been playing the
1: featured game a lot. So we'll have talk I. About that yeah. I've I, we'll talk about it. It's, we it's will. really taken. It's taken me by storm, like a, like the storm. You know, the name storms now. What it, it, like, like like Storm Betty, Storm Storm Cedric? They name the weather oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. friends. weather.
0: Alternate letters and alternate sexes every time, yeah. isn't
1: it? Well, I hope they're going to get to Storm Sean. Storm Sean. That could
0: storm be your Sean. DJ name, Storm, storm. Sean. <laughs> Storm Sean short on the shorty face what's it drizzly holly yeah
1: yeah probably i've been playing pe- 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 i've got rekindled my love for battle backgrade we did it a long time ago on the podcast Do we? with, with mark happy dude at did Arcade. i play yeah. it yeah it's a bullet hell but i, know, I didn't like it you wouldn't like i it. don't like no i don't like it. i think it's better than battle Gregor, which is held in such battle high garage. regard battle garage but i think this one's better it's such a good game so that's mm-hmm. back in my favorites that's back on my favorite list good uh various other the bullet hells i played at arcade club mm-hmm. and also some pinballs but not many because my poorly shoulder he, I, I can't help trying to nudge the machine and it hurts my shoulder so i was playing it without nudging the machine but it's
0: you need to be physical yeah. with it don't you i suppose
1: What not really not really just, just don't, I, don't play it just Just need, quick, all you gotta, need is one finger for a button. No, nowhere to nudge. Back in real life, nowhere to, nowhere to nudge. Nowhere to nudge.
0: <laughs> I've been playing the feature game also a lot. When the mm. cab was downstairs at the start of the, the month's worth of playing, I was sneaking in there every now and again to play it. And obviously when the cab's been taken upstairs, I was playing it on MAME. And then I realised it's on the BitKit FPGA hardware. Is it? Yes, FGPA, FPGA, FPGA hardware. Yeah. So it's on there, and it's a really good version on there. So I've been playing that in the corner over there quite a bit, on a big big old 28-inch screen. Uh, oh, I also changed the dip switches yesterday to have a go on the speeded-up version. That's a mm. lot of fun, isn't it? It is. We were yeah, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that yeah. later, but yeah, there's yeah. a, a speedy-up version on there. Yeah, there is. Kind of yeah. like the hacks for um, Ms. Pac- Pac-Man only. and Ms. Pac-Man, all the Pac games, but it speeds everything up, not just you. So it's not an easy game. It's it's still mm. the same kind of difficulty. We'll talk about it later anyway. Mm. Uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, I've been playing some Mega Drive shooters, actually. Oh, What have you been playing? Uh, oh, God, what was it called? I can't remember the name of it now, because I, I bought myself something for the Mega Drive, and that's why I was testing it out. Thunder Force. Thunder Force, Thunder Force. It maybe? wasn't a Thunder Force, but it was one similar to that. Really good little game. It was Arbalest not Arbalest, yeah. I'll get, I'll let the podcast robot put it in for us. But it was a good little game. It was V five. Nice shoot, uh, nice power ups on it. I've also been playing Mickey Mouse World of Illusion because I've always played Land of Illusion on the on the Mega Drive because it's one of the most charming games ever made. It's so relaxing and cute and nice and pastel and just really nice game. No violence. You've got to jump on stuff, throw apples at things. That's all you do. It's a really, really lovely game, and I've always liked it. But World of Illusion is quite a good game as well. I'm going to get into that a bit. I've also been playing, on your recommendation, sir, Equinox on the SNES. Yeah. So this is the follow-up to Solstice on the NES, which I really liked. But Equinox really reminds me of Landstalker on the Mega Drive, which is an absolutely amazing game. Isometric RPG. And this one seems pretty good. I've only just scratched the surface of it, and I'm getting quite into it. I'd really like it as well. It's a good game. Um, what other arcade stuff have I been playing? Not a lot else, actually. I've been playing mainly the, the featured game. I'm getting mm. right into it. Biscuits Review, Biscuits Review, I know about you, Biscuits you
1: biscuit review i don't know about you but biscuit review i haven't tried these yet this is th- very thanks very thanks very thanks <laughs> very very thanks to phil cave for spotting these m&s outrageously chocolatey milk chocolate coated you ready for it yeah custard creams they missed the trick milk, there they could have put more
0: cho- chocolate in there they could have put milk outrageously chocolatey milk chocolate coated chocolate creams they could have, they could have, they could have rammed another chocolate in there. Surely,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I meant to go downtown to MS and get them, but obviously I forgot. <laughs> Thomas Lubbock He's put a comment. This is potentially a life-changing
0: event. <laughs> life-changing. It's actually got on the front wrapper there more chocolate than biscuit. Therefore, is it a biscuit? It could be a chocolate mm. bar. It could be a it? chocolate bar with 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 biscuit elements. Mm. Mm. What do you think of it? Was it nice?
1: No, it. I He's haven't not had it. You haven't had it? No, I didn't go. Did I think I've got some more biscuits? So this is not a could... biscuit review then. This is a biscuit review by. This Proxy. is a biscuit thought. This is a biscuit thought. Biscuit thought. Does, what you're talk. Quite biscuit <laughs> thought. No, it not Biscuit thoughts. No, it's not good. Sean. It? Yeah. You are an idiot. I did mean to come go and get some of them, but it means going into town, and town's busy at this time of year. And you are a letdown, sir. I know I am. I'm so so sorry, so sorry, Phil Kaye. Anyway, thanks for thanks, for Phil K, for bringing that to our attention.
0: Recent pickups. I, however, have been spending money. Oof! Not on biscuits, mind. Well, I do. I did. Ooh, ooh Before we go into the wallets, wife made me about sixteen coffee eclairs earlier. I've had three ooh. already. Homemade ones. Oh god, they're amazing. Coffee Eclairs. Yeah. With the good coffee. thing is, right, she doesn't like them. So they're all for me. That's great when that happens, isn't it? Oh, isn't it just. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I bought, I think I bought it last time we did the podcast, but I didn't, I forgot to speak about it. Super Mario Wonder on the Switch. So this is a fun little game, Mario sort of 2D levels with some very, very trippy levels on it. You can turn into an elephant now. And you play lots of different <laughs> right. characters. It's really, it's, it's quite odd. I've not played a lot of it. I sort of like watch wife play it and she's quite, I think she's almost completed it. But yeah, but what you know, it's some really trippy levels in it. When you get a certain plant later on, everything goes sort of like dreamlike and you've got to do special things in the level to get one of the good things God. you get to the level. It's good. good Very good, good. Guess what? This wow. didn't cost me a thing. I won a bloody nice book. Oh, yeah, I saw that on Twitter, yeah. This was on Twitter, right? I think you just put in, you know, like or follow or something or other. And I won. I was one of two people to win a handheld history. Uh, so I've got it on the floor here. Ooh, let me get it. Let's have a look at this, kids. Have a look at this. Look at this, kids. A celebration of portable gaming. It's a big, thick book, hardback. It's about an inch and a half thick. And this is by... Who is it by? I can't remember Is it by
1: the fusion box or is it no it's not i think or?
0: it's um i think it's retro dodo actually Ooh. i'm yeah retro dodo which is a good well, sign
1: new new and on me
0: so i've been reading a bit of that i've not finished it yet, cause it's quite a thick book there's lots to read it's not just silly pictures of systems and, and coverage for hate it's mm. lots of um, write ups about things as well the thing I've, i would say about it is half the book is dedicated to nintendo it's very nintendo biased so far um, mm. But there was a lot of Nintendo uh, handhelds. Well, I, would, I would like to see, hopefully, I'll get to the rest of it. I'd like to see some nice, really rare and odd handhelds rather than the usual suspects, you know, the sort of Game Boy, the PSP, the Vita, all that sort of thing. I'd like to see some odd ones in there because there were some really odd ones, really, especially in Korea and places like that. Wonder Swan. I got a, t- a Wonder Swan.
1: There was a Tiger thing, wasn't there? Tigergame.com.
0: Uh, tiger I got one of them as well, and it's rubbish. The screens are really blurry on them. Is it a black and white screen? It's black it? and white, and it's got a little touchscreen stylus on it. And there, there was actually a, a Resident Evil and the Sonic game released on it, but the Sonic game is just a blurry mess because it moves quite quickly, <laughs> and it just blurs like crazy. It's not a very good system. It was one of those kind of weird – it was almost like a PDA kind of thing. You've got, like, telephone books on there and schedule planners and all this sort of stuff, and it's just a weird thing. And you can put two cartridges in at once. It's a really odd little system.
1: But was that the Wonder little, one, that
0: was a phone as well. No, no, you're thinking of the Nokia N-Gage, perhaps. That's it. That's but, it. But um, the Wonder Swan—I've actually got a black and white Wonder Swan. I used to have a crystal color one, but I gave it away. And the black and white Wonder Swan is absolutely brilliant. There's a game on there called Gunpei, which was because um, mm. Gunpei Yokoi, the Nintendo designer, actually designed the Wonder Swan as well, and the game's dedicated to him because he sadly died. Um, and it's a really, really cool puzzle game. It's one of the best puzzle games. It's really good. And if you've just got that on the Wonder Swan, it's like just having Tetris on the original Game Boy. It's all you need. It'll keep you going for ages. So I play that one quite a bit. I've also the I bought five Famicom carts from Japan, which is I can't remember what games they are now, but I think Solstice was one of them, uh, and three more from the from the gaming market. So I've got two hundred and three now. So I'll probably really slow down on collecting them. I've got every game I want, really, unless there's like new homebrews coming out or something. Uh, And also, I was telling about the Mega Drive earlier, I've got a wireless Mega Drive controller. The only reason I've got one is I've moved stuff around in in this game room, and I've got a few monitors around the place to play different games, CRT monitors, like PVMs. And I've got the Mega Drive and my PC engine on top of the 14-inch PVM, Sony PVM I've got. But the... The controller for the Mega Drive had quite a thick cord on it, quite a long cord, and it kept getting in the way. So I thought, I'll just buy a a, a wireless one and see what the wireless ones are like, and I might buy it for the other mm. systems as well. Because I know the SNES has got one available, and I think someone's released a PC Engine dongle you can use wireless as well. So I might get some for the other ones as well. See so The one I got is really good. It's a nice shaped pad with six buttons, and I think it's got um, like turbo fires on it and stuff like that as well. But the thing is, it's wireless. It's really good. It lasts for ages before you need a, a, a charge on it as well. I have got one of them. I've got
1: it with a magazine subscription. I tried using it on a Raspberry Pi, but it kept disconnecting. Oh, really?
0: It's kept disconnecting, so I've, I've just used it wired. Yeah, you might as well. But because it's up there and that wire was really getting in the way, it's, it's much better like that, much better. And as I said about the scope tracks, hopefully I'll be able to talk about that next time we do the podcast. I should have it fixed by then. I hope so. Would be really cool, but that's about it for the buying, I think. Well,
1: I got this blue Yeti. Hopefully you have. It'd be nice. He's massive. He doesn't fit in the room. He's that big. That Yeti. That blue Yeti from huge, that, big and hairy, big teeth from Wreck It Ralph or something like that. Monsters from that Monsters, monsters film. Inc. But I also got this is kind of Arcadia. A new, a new thirty-two inch full HD TV from a man cave because the other one, Is it
0: not CRT. No, it's an HD, it's,
1: it's the, the sound is, because really, it's like a really thin thing. The mm. sound is terrible, this is very, you don't need it. So what, what I need it for, actually, is it, I've, I've had a Raspberry Pi 4 in me, that when I just play ooh, like, ooh, ooh. I play like a lot of, or used to, like a lot of PC Engine shooters, because they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I also, if we're going to play a game, i put, put the Raspberry Pi on and make sure that it's on the Raspberry Pi and it's playable. Yeah. So if we pick a game, sometimes they're not, but most of the times they're on there.
0: Do you know so, that noise oh, I made earlier? The yeah. <laughs> just reminded me of something. What else I got? I forgot to tell you about. Ooh. Well, Raspberry this one anyway. Pa- Raspberry Pi 5. Oh yeah. What's yeah. that like? Don't know I've not used it yet.
1: And then plugged it in.
0: Because I was looking for uh an attract mode build, which is the front end, and a new version of main to run with the Raspberry Pi 5, like a really new version but I'm not really sure what I'm doing with that. So I might have to compile my own version of MAME for it. I think there's an automatic way of doing it with something called Snap. I don't know about Linux, but I can follow instructions. So I'll have a look at that at a later date. Snap is a Linux package. Yes. It's to do with compiling. Apparently, it's quite easy to do. So you get the new version of MAME and this Snap, and it compiles it for Raspberry Pis. Whether it works in 5 or not, I don't know. But I'll have a look at that later on. Yeah, so I've got oh. that. It's been waiting for a while. I pre ordered it Yonks ago, and it's just come through not very, about a week and a half ago.
1: Yeah, so this this 32 inch TV, I can check stuff on it now and I can play. I've got all the retro console, all the 8 and 16 bit retro consoles cool. on there. And now I've put them on a USB stick because the amount of times I've updated my like. Oh, yeah, you don't want
0: to leave all the ROMs on there. You just yeah, put them on a, on a removable device.
1: Yeah, so it's just on a USB stick now. So I, it's like. So it's like 8-bit and 16-bit. I've not gone any higher in
0: that, cause that's all I like, really. Yeah, but, that's all you need, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great little thing. Look at that, kids. Look at that over there. Yeah, I, even I can't see it. Absolutely pointless. Well done. If you measure everything in
1: custard creams, is one custard cream thick? Yeah. And about 12 high? Yeah. No, it's more than that, surely. It could be. And then about 15, 16 along custard creams. And it. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> and that's that's how it said on the box. Yeah, I love idea. it would. They didn't say 1080p. They said Sh- 10... shall we
0: shall we carry on? Yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah, I think we should. Listener feedback. We have had quite a bit of feedback. Thank you, everyone who fed back.
1: Feedback. First one. Uh, Steve Dixon from on Checkman. Good little game. Plays a lot better than it looks. That's good. That's, That's that a lot good. of the
0: old games, isn't it? It looks it simple, is. but play it fantastic. is fantastic. This is from The Funk. Oh, you got The Funk. You got The, you funk. Got the funk. You got The F-U-N-F-U-N-K. You got The Funk. Yep. yep. Uh, Mr. Marlin, I think he's talking to me. He's looking at you, kid, and talking to me. He says, can't lie. The threat of only eight episodes with your bad self left has left me rotten, rotten mood. We all appreciate the time, dedication and effort in churning out podcast after podcast, but never say never. Maybe slow down a bit to one every two to three months? Honestly. Genuinely gutted about the news and hope it doesn't come to fruition. It will. The thought of losing the amazing <laughs> dynamic with you and Sean, that you and Sean have, is a very sad thing indeed. Think of the consequences. Who else is going to regularly slap Sean? Sean? Bang! Uh, with a brick or a fabled scratcher. You'll leave them a month unattended on the biscuits. Next to be Bubble Waffles, then the Tenpence Pinball Podcast. After two Bubble Waffles later, we we'll end up launching a Tenpence Pinball Bowling League in a sickening haze of bubbled lotus biscuits. Honestly, <laughs> I really do hope you work something out and stick around. The podcast has been a bit of a lifesaver on the now regularly lengthy commutes to work. It just wouldn't be the same. All the best. This is from Ian Funk.
1: we have got some links here from the Real Bounty Bob. I haven't actually clicked on them. DuckDuckGo. Let's have a look. Oh, it's biscuit wrap. It's the biscuit wrap. I have looked at it. Yeah, that's nice. That's but Johnny, don't you know, oh, oh. Don't be a fool when you dip them in your tea. They're not, they're not going to make you happy. I got my lovely crunchy biscuits. Hell, I'm going to say it again in case you missed it. Yeah, it's very funny. And another one, bcco.uk. That's the second biscuit wrap. Oh, this is nice, sis. This is from Ma Apricots. It's really, really lovely.
0: Now, this one here... I got an yeah. email, right? Yeah. This sounds false. Oh, no, I don't think so. I hope it isn't. So, somebody called Mar Apricots sent me an email and it said, Hello, my son came to see me last week to tell me about your 10 pence high score challenge on the game Lock and Chase. He knows he used to play it a lot back when we went to the arcade in South End. I'm 78 and live in a care home. My son, home, my son, loaded this game for me on a computer here. I can still remember it. I took my two sons to the arcade. They were rubbish at them, really. And I started playing this and got quite good at it. I always had the highest score. I've been trying to get a good score all week, and my highest is eleven thousand eight hundred sixty. Some of my friends had a go, Maureen and Bill, but they were crap at it. <laughs> Best wishes, Ma. I forgot. Ma. If you're a real person, sincerely, thank you very much. This is a really nice email. I think Ma's real. I think she. Is. I hope so. I hope Mark continues playing us along with us. it be good. We've got
1: missile number five. No, mambo number five. bub, bub bub, bub. burp. burp, burp, burp. Well, this is missile number five. Okay. And he says, yeah, he does. Hi, guys. I still regularly listen to your enjoyable pod. Thank you very much for keeping it going. I was wondering if you are now one of the longest running up arcade podcasts, especially in the UK. Next We're the Jan- only
0: arcade podcast in the UK.
1: Next January is 10 years. Oh, God. So you, 10 years for you, nine years, <sighs> to, two months for me. Because Alex isn't it? Alex left after 10 months to go on to better things. <laughs> it's just bad news, isn't it? I also wanted to request these games in the future. These, some of these are good. Oh, Russian, go. crash, Russian Crash slash Speed Rumbler.
0: I played that at um, Galloping Ghost when we were there. It's good.
1: Scorpion. I don't know Scorpion. Never heard Z- of it. Zachariah 1992. Cosmic Avenger. That's like a... Absolutely kind
0: of a, terrible game.
1: A janky kind of scramble clone. Rubbish. and Rubbish. I quite like this. I've played it a bit back in the day. Prehistoric Isle in 1930, which is a, a sh- horizontal shooter with a biplane.
0: Yeah, it's a nice little yeah, game, actually. Good.
1: And also from Missile Number Five, Mr. Dumfat. He said, I bought a game recently for the BBC Micro. Do you think the guy on the front looks like sure and The game is called Walter Cobra. And it's for the BBC the electron. The electron as well. Nine pound ninety
0: five, that's a lot back then, isn't that's it? That's a lot of money for a tape. He and doesn't look guy, anything like you. This guy's got hair.
1: Yeah, he's got hair and he's and he's like He hasn't got a stupid beard either. Got a massive heed.
0: Well you've got one of them. <laughs> uh, Clint's been on. Hi Thank Victor and Sean. Regarding Lock and Chase, it's not a terrible game, but it's not enticing like Checkman was. Don't get me wrong. I think in terms of retro game, it's perfect, but it's almost the same as Pac-Man. I'm not a great fan of Pac-Man, but I'd rather play Pac-Man than Lock and Chase. I think for someone who play, enjoys Pac-Man, Lock and Chase would be just as fun. For me, I played it once, and that was enough. A real pity, because I love these challenges of your podcast. That brings us to the next subject. We as listeners do not accept the resignation letter of me, so we don't care if we have to bribe Sean with all the biscuits he wants in order to keep Victor up and bring him out once in a while, once in a month to do the podcast. Also, no. <laughs> but we cannot let you leave. I only started listening a few episodes ago and I love the format of your podcast and the monthly challenges is the best thing ever. So if you're listening, Sean, please let us know what biscuits you like and we'll provide all the biscuits in the world for you to keep Victor and the podcast going for a few more years. What you can do, Clint, is go back and listen to the back catalogue. There's nearly 200 of them to listen to. So you'll have plenty of meat in your ear rolls and that's more than enough. It is. Also, we
1: have a, a message from adam flint please find attached my screenshot for lock and chase as his score there thank you since i started competing on your high school challenge in the summer of 22 with spin master i've only enjoyed mario brothers more than lock and chase this game i may say i I will continue to play all day hey hey i made it up thanks for me introducing me to it best wishes adam ps vic we had a lot of this on Twitter as well. You can't retire as I rely on your email address, <laughs> your email address for my high score submissions. That's fine. I should just forward them
0: on to Sean. Do not worry. What am, what am I going to do though? Hey, eh? what, what I've been trying to do, I, I might clone you. Okay. What, I what might... you could do is I could just release you out into the wild and let you fend for yourself, <laughs> like like a lonely fawn in <laughs> oh, the big I got city. To be- I got to the end of the drive and I collapsed in a heap. Uh, Ross, not that one, has been on. Hi, Victor and Sean, first-time contributor. I discovered your podcast during lockdown and have been a regular listener ever since. It's always great to listen to a couple of daft lads talking about something they love. takes me back to my youth, hanging around the arcades of Clarence Pier in Southsea. I'm generally too lazy to muck about Remain, but as you've started accepting Evercade scores, I thought I'd have a go at this month's game. I've attached proof of my score see the score section. Probably not very good, but I'd just be chuffed to have my name read out in the next show. Just keep going. It doesn't matter if you've got a low score. We're happy to have you play. And it was worth playing just to see how much the little tomato dude loves robbing banks. As you already ha- have a contributor called Ross, could you call me Final Ross? that's his name
1: the, and you've got to say Ross has future. evolved to his final four final Ross last bit of uh, feedback thank you everyone there's loads of it here. Dave Landon hi Victor oh, hope you are well and I listen every month to you and Sean seldom do the high score challenges though until now I used to have a go at this as it's in my Tempe all time arcade games I remember playing in the chippy down my street when I was but a nipper I think it was 1982 and I was 12 now at the tender age of 53 I've beaten by one month My muscle memory still has the patterns lodged in somewhere. Oh, I wonder if you can pattern it. I don't think you
0: can. I think you can.
1: It's the random thing, isn't it? Anyway, talk about it later. The key I always found with this game was to get the money bags up to and including the 4000.1. I can get most until level 8. Yeah, That's, that's that's why that hence is good score and then those pesky have increase the speed too much and keep me firmly in the can Attached to photo of my score we've got that can't remember what scores i got back when i was 12 but given my diminishing reflexes i like to think i'd get more keep podcasts coming one of the highlights of my month there you go another one
0: that's dave retro london day yeah retro he's london. got a very good score actually I mean, he might be the winner actually let's <laughs> have a look
1: Friendly shout-outs. Friendly shout-outs. This is nice one. Council face. Please, could you give a shout-out, Mr. Council face, to my nine-year-old daughter, Ellie? She kicks much ass on Street Fighter 3. She loves your biscuit review. In fact, she asked me to rewind the podcast once because she missed it. Her favourite is custard creams or Ellie. Ellie, I believe really love custard creams. She wants to know what your favourites are. Also, Vic can never leave. So you're just getting bombarded with these Watch things. <laughs> Here's the two hundred more. Well, I said we'll be sure to give Ellie a shout out on the show. Hi, Ellie. My favourite biscuit is also custard creams. Mine is dark,
0: dark chocolate hobnobs. I They're thought so good. I thought you would. Thought hey, you would hey Ellie, it. shout out yeah. to you and well done for liking Street Fighter Three. I take it it's Street Fighter Three third strike you right because that is the best one.
1: You Could are be, correct in it? that. Yes. And uh, Vic can't leave because I've just bought him a new 10 pence T-shirt and there's at least two years wearing that, mate.
0: I'll just clean the car with it. (laughs) (laughs) I wore wore it to the Glasgow um, uh, gaming market, actually. Did you? And nobody recognised me. It was great. Did you not (laughs) get stopped and ask for
1: for autographs? I do. Oh, yeah. All the time. Well, twice.
0: Never. Now, we were going to do... This last week, I think, because it had been released by then. This is uh, Mappy from Paul Ham X. Now, we may as well call this, instead of being the Pico 8 arcade debate, which you named it, we might as well just call this the Paul Ham X Pico 8 section, because he's Mm. churning out games left, right, and indeed centre. He's obviously a genius, and he's knocking out these quality arcade ports on Pico 8 in his sleep or his tea break. He's just gone and done yeah. carnival too. So this one, I saw one, that.
1: I saw this like the animated gif of it on
0: Twitter. Oh, so good. This is Mappy. Now, as you listeners and you will already know, I'm not a fan of the arcade original of Mappy. I just can't get into it. Although I do recognise it as a really good game, but it's annoying for me. I just can't get into it. This game on the Pico Eight is exactly the same. Amazing quality and sticks to the arcade perfectly. What I tend to find is that the tiny resolution of the Pico 8 platform makes this kind of game even harder. So on Arcade Mappy, which is a vertical game, you can see a bit what's coming along because it sort of scrolls half a screen either way from the centre. and You can see what's going coming along and give yourself time to evade or open some doors on the stupid cats and knock them out of the way. So the graphics on this version, the Pico 8, are exceptional and have been demade into smaller sprites and obviously chunkier, less, less sort of um, less detailed because it's obviously a lot less um, uh, smaller resolution and stuff. You can still tell exactly what characters which they still look really good, even though they're chunkier. The sound even has that sort of twangy sound like the original game. Is it yeah. FM sound? Is there they use FM sound in it? I'm not sure. You know what I mean? It's sort of got that sort of like... Yeah, diddle, 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 diddle. yeah, yeah it's yeah, sort of was... like a weird, nice sound, but kind of odd, different from a lot of other games. So this version even has the bonus balloon popping levels. It's fantastic quality, and it's just as hard, if not harder, than the arcade version. It would be good to find out what Mr. Tronan thinks of this version, and I got onto him on, twi- on Twitter Messenger and I've asked him, and he's interested in getting into Pico 8. So it'd be good to know, because he's a really good player at Mappy. see how how he gets on with it, and see how good it is compared to the original game. So next month, we'll probably have a look at, well, it depends what arcade ones are released between now and then, but it's going to be Carnival next, isn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> this, this guy is just, he's a, he's a machine. Well, we'll say Carnival, but we'll see closer to the time, see what's been released. He might have done another five by then, you know what he's like. Hmm. Okay. Oh, dear. Oh, yes. Oh, no. This is rock hard. I've got a quiz for you Arcade Master Quiz. No. And uh, it's not that hard, actually. You should get millions of points on this. Oh, that's bad news already when you say that. I like to give you a bit of a worry. Right, this is a quiz, mastermind quiz, on scrolling games. Games right. that scroll. Sean. Yes. Quiz 193. Question one. Name three Pac-Man scrolling games.
1: Pac-Man scrolling games. Yes. Junior Pac-Man. Yes. Pac-Mania.
0: Yes. Pac-Land. Yes. One, two, three. Bosh, Straight off the line. Whoa, I love this quiz. You won't. No, okay. Number two. Name five... Namco scrolling games that don't have pack in the title because three of them were just packed with Namco games. Scroll anyway, anywhere. Yes. Namco. Go. Zevious. Yes.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I'll tell you what, you've got 30 seconds. Otherwise, you're not getting any points.
1: I can't think of any Namco games. uh
0: No uh no you disagree with yourself
1: pole position that scroll no, isn't it not scrolls no early, early mappy scrolls
0: yes got 10 seconds uh, oh my
1: god i cannot think of any five, it's all this pressure four kind of three, kind of kind of find a friend
0: go on that was I
1: that wrote, wrote a few
0: down right you could have had rolling thunder one and two Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Assault, Burrowbow Man, Blastoff, Bosconian, Dangerous Seed, Dragon Buster, Dragon Spirit, Martian Maze, Mr. Driller, Rally X, Sky Kid, Solverloo, and many oh, others. I should have got Rally X. Yeah, but you're rubbish. You got, like, two. A blank. I'm getting two points for that, though. Yes, Okay. So I'm very generous with the points this month. Right. Name 10 vertical scrolling <laughs> shooters. Any 10? Yep. They got to be scrolling shooters. You get one wrong, wrong, you lose all your points. Daudun patchy. Yes. Zevius.
1: <laughs> yes. You got 10 seconds. <laughs>
0: 1942, oh. 1941, 1944. Yep, That's six. So that's five so far. Uh, uh, Um, remember if you you name the same one again you're going to lose all your points
1: let's just go through the companies you
0: haven't got long Gunbird
1: Gunbird though, yeah Gunbird 2
0: no, I'm not having sequels
1: Dougie Yoon, oh, Truxton, Truxton 2 Turple now Uh,
0: 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, you've got one more Dougie Yoon Uh, Vimana there you go. Got 10 points for that. Look at <laughs> that. I'm so generous. That was right. weird. Question four. Yeah, but you did all rubbish ones. Well, you didn't do good ones. Like Vulgus. Vulgus. Yeah. Duh. That's great. It's great. Savage Bees.
1: I know. I've got the X, exit. Yeah, exit, exit, exit. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Right. Go on. Question four. Name a game... There's two I know of. If you get both of them, you get two points. Name a game that scrolls from right to left. Sky Kid. Yes.
1: Another one. Is there another one that scrolls right?
0: Ooh, yeah. Doesn't always have to scroll from right to left. Defender, then. Mm, I'll give you that, yeah. (laughs) The one I had written down was uh, Kung Fu Master. Oh, of course, yeah, that does, doesn't you it? You go left yeah. to right, right to left, left right. So that's two points again. Maximums. Question five: Name a scrolling game that involves monkeys, lions, and dolphins. Circus Charlie. Yes, look at you romping away. Question six: A scrolling game that has a big, a big crab at the end of each level. A massive crab.
1: Massive crab. Is that is that Zevius? No. When like did a you, see
0: a, when do you see a crab in Zevius? You, right, you lose all your points for saying such stupid plus al- things. Is it one in plus alpha? No. No. You're going to kick yourself when I tell you what it is. Massive crab. Swimmer. I
1: oh, no, I don't really know that game. Swimmer. It was what a really early one. Uh, is, it vert- is it vertical?
0: Verticals. It's a horizontal game. but It's a vertical scrolling game. And at the end of every level, it's a big massive crab. You just got to get past him. Him or her.
1: No, I don't
0: really know that game. Question seven. The first scrolling platform game. The very first one. And I'll give you a clue. It's got a car in it. It's not a jump bug, is it? Is it?
1: Scrolling platform. Mm-hmm. Could it be jump bug?
0: Yes, it is. Jump bug. 1981. Wow. Question eight. Name three side-scrolling beat-em-ups from different manufacturers. A Kung Fu Masters one. Yep. Double Dragon. Yep. Final Fight. Yep. Three. Perfect. Name a driving scroller. Any
1: driving scroller? Yes. Speed Race. Yes. Super Monaco, Super Monaco GP.
0: All that lot. Uh, Road Fighter. Oh, that's good. Last question. Now, this isn't subjective, and you should know what it is if you know me. What is my favourite scrolling shooter? Exit X's, is it? No. Got one last chance before you're dead to me. <laughs> Sc- scrolling shooter. Uh huh. Horizontal or vertical? It's a vertical game, but it scrolls horizontally. Kicker. Ah. Oh. I'm going to kick you right in the head. No, scramble. All right, yeah. Right, let me tot up your points for you. Oh, I got laws. I love love (laughs) quizzes again. I love quizzes. Twenty-three out of ten. Brilliant. That's the best score you've ever got. Mm. Not bad for you. Well done, sir. Thank you. Oh, this is pertinent. In television, presents Lock and Chase. A game so exciting it's the closest thing to the real thing. The chase is on. It's a game of hops and robbers.
1: Locking doors behind you is your only defense. Grabbing
0: the gold and the treasure is what it's all about. Lock and chase is another great new game. We're in television. From Mattel Electronics. In television, the closest thing to the real thing.
1: Feature game review. What the F is it? Sean, what the F is it? What the F? That's what we put in the notes, don't we? Lock and Chase, single screen maze game from Data East, Deco as they were called then, 1981. Licensed to Taito for USA release. Just a four-way stick and one button. One button is lock the gates. Mm-hmm. You get two gates. I thought it was Pac-Man hardware, but it's not. It looks similar, but it's not. It's an M6502 at 1.5 megahertz. Sound is another M6502 at 500 kilohertz. We were playing the PC version, but it's also available on the Data East cassette-o-vision thing.
0: Yeah, Deco cassette. So yeah. the PCB version, which I presume is from Taito, is the the Western version. Now, the Data East one's Japanese release and it's quite a bit different, which we'll talk about later on. Mm. The game sounds just like this. So we normally do an implausible backstory, which I make some guff up or you do, but we're going to go straight into the flyer description. But I'm thinking the top hat thief is a greedy get who drives a jalopy and all the coins in the bank are Christmas chocolate coins. You're also (laughs) hell-bent on making the vault guards cry with stupidity when you grab the big money bag when it comes round. And if you play this game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Right, this
1: is how to play, kids. It's a Hot on the Heels Pac-Man variant with a few twists. The ghosts slash monsters, the pie factory lads, have been replaced by policemen, and the Pac-Man has been replaced by Lupin, the sneaky thief, sneaky thief.
0: You know, you say Hot on the Heels of Pac-Man. Pac-Man was released in 1980, right? And this Mm. was released in 1981. Mm. Chances are they were probably working on one at the same time. I don't, I don't think, know. I don't think they may have copied each other. I don't know, but it's quite quick to get quite a quality game out in less than a year.
1: Yeah, you can see where it's mm. the actual data mm. East one. I don't know mm. if it's I don't know if it's a main thing, but it uses the Pac man chomping sounds. It
0: does. Yeah, maybe to, they just changed that. I don't know. There uh, is some similarities, which we'll sort of talk about later on, because there are okay. there are differences in those versions. This is from the flyer
1: anyway. Lupin, that merry madcap, is after the gold coins and riches scattered on the pathways of the maze. As he runs to pick up the loot, four super detectives, like the four creatures in Pac-Man yes. are in constant pursuit. Lupin can escape their clutches by c- clever manipulation of the four-way stick, <laughs> like this kid, look, 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 look. and the lock button, which can temporarily bar their way and even lock the detective between bars or by exiting the maze and returning on the opposite side. He must also be aware of the gates that open and close and they can they can stop him going through. Mm. I think I think they're kind of random. When Lupin has picked up all the coins, he must exit the maze and go on to another of a maze and try to outwit the detectors are now hot on his trail and even more devious in the chase. Collecting the hat, crown, valise, they've put. I think they mean vase. They mean a vase.
0: No, they valise.
1: don't. Is a valise a thing?
0: No. Uh, yes. No. Yes. <laughs> I've put on the bottom here what the F is a valise and I looked it up and it's a oh, handbag. It's a kind of travel <laughs> bag of
1: at <Elise>. least, <laughs> and the telephone in successive mazes. They earn bonus points with points doubling for each money bag looping snatches. You no, know, I had to ask Mister Twenty to Five what's going on with the gate. It's been massive chat on Twitter. It's been brilliant. When you press the button, the gate appears. What when? It would seem random to me. No, it's it doesn't. Between, it's so the, it's like be, the
0: last door you where you went through, yeah, the last there. one
1: you went through. So that's what you just got to remember.
0: I've always known that. On. I've known that forever.
1: I haven't. I found it out like two weeks ago. As long as a detective is not too close to it, or you, it won't close, mm-hmm. he is Jimmy wanted wanted the door to chop him in half. <laughs>
0: That'd be quite good. Yeah. You get to use the gates two times. Uh, the gates then begin to fade and disappear. When one's disappeared, you get another. So you, you, you can only use two at a time, and it makes a funny noise if you try and use them when they're being used already. do not take long for them to disintegrate. So are we going to address the stiffy elephant in the room? Yeah, there's a a most intelligent... I may have to to explain this, you know, which is a bit weird. So, in Lock and Chase, there's a little page at the start of the game and it tells you Super D, which is Super Detective, nickname. So the red one is called... Well, we'll go from the bottom right. The yellow one is called Silly. The green one's called Scaredy. The blue one's called Smarty. And the red one is called Stiffy. Mm. Now... People outside of the UK might not know that Stiffy is a, a silly word for a <clears throat> erection. <clears throat> mm. Yes, yeah. so that's why we go Stiffy. <laughs> um, <but laughs> also, sti- big shout-outs to Martin Laws for appearing in the game. Smarty. Smarty, Smarty, Smarty Martin. Smarty, yeah. So I never stiffy- knew he was a blue cop in a game. Stiffy
1: seems to be the most intelligent. Scared. It silly goes off on his own.
0: Yeah, he's the one that wanders about like an idiot
1: scaredy and Smarty are, are very. They chase you, but Stiffy seems to be the most intelligent chasing you. Mm. And then you've got you've got all the all the bonuses, and you get a massive. This is the good thing about this game. It was like going back to the, the old arcade because we couldn't find out anything. The people like
0: we had to work it out for ourselves. For a change, yeah. A- that
1: Rygar, and Mister Berserker, and a few others we've worked this stuff out which is great you know it's like sit, sitting with your mates at the arcade yeah mm. the whole, how, how do you do this how do you do this but it obviously has a lot of similarities to pac-man your four enemies you eat the dots to clear the screen and get out there's collectibles in the center of the screen there's side tunnels the side tunnels appear in miss pac-man of course and each good guy has his own movement pattern i, I think kind of random but you can kind of herd them. you can kind of group them you
0: can herd three and one always Mm. splits off because it's very difficult to actually because there's certain points of the game where you can actually where there's two barred areas so you can actually get them in the area you lock the door behind them and then you lock the door as you go past the second one you can lock them in there and you get bonus points for doing it and it's very i've never managed to get all four I've got mm. three quite a lot, but never got all four because one always splits. Off. I think the green one always splits off when he's chasing you, mm. which is a bit of a pain because you can't really herd them, like you said. Yeah, you have
1: to, when the level's complete, it doesn't just end. You have to escape through either the top or the bottom little yellow door. The collision detection is quite forgiving. They can almost,
0: but they can be like a quarter on top of you and you're not dead. Yeah, because that's quite. When good. I do, when I play the game, I always pattern, I think I got to level like four or five. I always pattern the first bit to get the money back every single time. And on the second level, the baddies change pattern a little bit. And then the third and fourth and possibly the fifth, they're the same again. But there's one where I get into the bag and I just eat get the bag as the policeman's right on top of me. And when you get the bag, they all start crying. They freak out a little bit and you laugh at them. And then they're, they're sort of frozen for a second or two and you can actually go through them and get out the way. Of them, Mm -hmm. which is quite good because that it's very close. On that second, up it's very close when I think the blue one comes right over the bag as you get it. And obviously, when they freak out, you can get past them.
1: The key, the key, this is all the discussion we've had on Twitter. The key is to get the 2K bag and then the 4K bag,
0: which arrives when there are six dots left. Seven. I counted the seven at the end. So, the first bag you get, if you get the money bag, it, it It goes after every single... When you get 40 coins, that's when the bags turn up. So there's obviously 80-odd coins on the screen. So you get 40, and then it plays a little tune. But the tune's very, very short, and you've got to go and get the bag. And it's quite... If you're in one of the corners, you won't get to it. You've got to be quite close when it turns up. So you get that, and you get 500 points. If you get the next bag in succession, a 1,000, then... 2000, 2,000, then 4,000 points. So you can get a bunch of points even on the first level. Yeah, so the, I didn't realise that the dots
1: triggered the bag. So I would I would yeah. leave a couple a couple of dots of the coins and then just wander around the maze for ages waiting for the bag to appear. No, but no it does not that. I, I only 40 realized coins. Because
0: when I, I do, do the level when I start, by the time you hit the last coin, you've got 800 points on the screen. And they're 20 points each. 20 times 40 is 800 and that's when it turns up. So it's every 40. And I always know the last one, because you can sort of count when there's seven coins left, because they're easy, to, easy to, you know, to sort of work out where they are. And it's easy to see seven left. And when you get that last one to leave seven, you know, the bag's going to turn up. So you need to be close to it and not have any cops in the center. When you, when you do that, it's quite mm. difficult doing it. It's, it's very difficult to, try to, um, to pattern it.
1: See, so I only realised that last night, that the coins trigger the yeah. bags. Yeah, I thought, right. it, I thought I thought it was all time-based.
0: No, I worked out fairly early on that, because when I do the, the little bit at the start, it's, it's exactly 40 every time.
1: And this is uh, some more chatter. It doesn't matter which combo of cops you trap, but you only get points if they are trapped in the top right... Or bottom
0: left of the maze. I did not know that. Yeah, I wondered because you can trap them in other places. I think the bottom right, you can trap yeah. them in as well.
1: There's no points.
0: Yeah, there's no points, and and the top left you can't because there's three exits, so you can't just trap two. And I realize I wonder why it didn't make the noise because it makes a little tune and you get the points and it shows you the point value. Um, so if you get one cop, it's 100 points. Two cops is 300 three cops is a thousand and four cops is two thousand points I've never managed to get all four at once so I did wonder why the bonus noise and points didn't turn up but obviously that's why it's only the top left and top right but the thing is on the attract mode of the game if you watch the attract mode it tells you how to trap the cops when it shows you a little picture of it it's just a corridor so the cop comes behind you you block the door and as you go out the door it blocks another door so it's just like a tube with a cop in. But that's not how the game works. It's always a corner you've got to get them in. And it doesn't tell you yeah. only that, those corners, which is a bit of a cheat, really.
1: Yeah, I think it's just for the trap mode, is it? I thought but it was
0: y- a bug at first, but if that's the case, that's the case.
1: I only... I, I sort of tried to concentrate on the bags, because you get 7,500 if you get them all. Yeah, and the loads cop, of points. the cops, you get 2,000. But you can... I think the good players were trapping trapping the guys in either the top left or the bottom bottom right sorry top right sorry and bottom left yeah and then getting the bags wow that's a good way to do it, I think it. I think Ryga right, I was nearly getting 20,000 on the first screen oh
0: wow I think I got about 12 before so yeah it must be just luck me doing that that well hmm and he also says, I, I can't seem to maximize points by level five where I'm just happy to survive. So obviously it gets so quick by then. Uh, and the side tunnels are the only respite. And I noticed you can bypass the guards in the tunnels. So if you go in a tunnel in one side and the cop goes in the other side, you can bypass them and you won't get killed in the tunnel. You can sort of pass by them and come out the other side.
1: Really? I didn't, yeah. I've, I've
0: tried that. I've only done it I once. I like, oh, that works. That's handy. It didn't
1: work for me. I tried it.
0: The bags are important, but the big points are in the locking. 2,000 points, you can trap all four cops. The killing zone is the bottom left-hand corner. Uh, trap them, grab a bag, and then get straight back out to trap them again. So after level five, Aid said, I'm focused on trying to maximize the points on each level rather than clearing them. Not sure if that's the best way or not. So not just getting the coins and getting out, but actually getting all the cops, getting the bags, getting everything, which is hard mm. work, actually, especially when it's when you know that 40th dot it's going to bring the bag, bring the the money bag out. If you're not anywhere near it, or there's cops around it, you can't get to it.
1: Mm, it's yeah, that's one of the bugbears of it. But we can talk about that later. You've, you've put go on what you've put here. I, I've put decent graphics for the for the era, really. Graphics and sound. It's okay. it's not
0: really early on. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty good.
1: There's multicolored sprites in there. Um, nothing, nothing really changes, but in Pac-Man, nothing really changes. You've got the one no. one maze. You've got Four different guys, different colours, and that is it. But yeah, that's, that's it. That actually that's all. That's fine.
0: I, I, I do like the graphics and stuff. they're nice and colourful. The games it sounds pretty good. The tunes are all right. It makes nice noise when you go around collecting stuff. I like I like the fact that when you get the bag in the middle, your little guy sort of laughs into his hat, and the the cops cry because they're embarrassed. Mm. But I also like when you die. The animation is you collapse into your hat. That's exactly how I want to go, collapsing into a hat. <laughs> it's going to be brilliant.
1: Very <laughs> I mean, great that.
0: The cabinet art, this is unusual because a lot of the games we we um we play are just generic or they they go in a you know, a sort of like generic cab like a kit. This one actually had its own cabinet. It is a generic Taito cabinet. They call them Diet cabs, and it's a sort of like quite laid back cabinet with a big massive Taito down the side and just like a colour, which is what a lot of them did. But the actual kit, I presume, that goes in there, they've got a nice marquee which you've got lock and chase in really 80s font, and you've got a really cute little picture of your, your character and the cop. Because the cops have got their trousers right up under their eyes and a little sort of policeman's hat on, and it's got like a big title in, in when you look at it. And it's got sort of a maze sort of picture around the bezel. And you've got the same nice graphics of the cop and yourself on the control panel. So it's quite a nice little cab. I like the look of it. Mm, does look good. Looks good. That's Taito. That's that is the Taito version. Yeah. Obviously a yeah. uh, kit for it. I presume. This is what I found out in trivia in, in the trivia. I found out when you play on MAME and also on the bit kit, which is FPGA, if you credit the game before it boots up, if you keep pressing the the coin button, you don't see your lives in the bottom left-hand corner. Because normally you've got two two lives, little characters of yourself, and then you're playing the third life. On this, it doesn't do it. It doesn't show you it. But you trigger the 15k, because you get a bonus bonus life after 15,000 points. But when you play it, if you've weirded it out like that, the 15K bonus comes a lot earlier and you get an extra man, which is only one person. So I'm not sure mm. if it gives you all three um, lives or not. So that's a bit of a weird mm. one that you've got to wait for the game to play before you start putting credits in. And I said earlier, this is a possible bug about when you track the cops, the bonus sound and graphic doesn't show, but we now know that's the way you've got to get them in the top right or bottom left-hand corner.
1: Yeah. When I credit it early... The it made like a boom, 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 like a the, like the music had stuttered, like the music was stuttering. Yeah, there's a
0: definite bug somewhere there, isn't there, with putting the money yeah. in beforehand. So I wonder if the actual arcade game, when you turn it on, if you press the credit button or put credits in, it does something weird with it that as well. It's mm. obviously not booted properly, and it's, it's getting weirded out by it. Now, the Japanese layout, the Deco cassette version, is different. Uh, if you have a look at it, check out the centre vault. So the Busies, which is the Cops, They start in the centre, just like Pac-Man. So on the version we were playing, there's four entrances to it. Two at the top, two at the bottom. Sometimes the bottom ones have got the lockable doors, the ones that move randomly. On the Japanese version, the deco version, the actual middle bit is U-shaped, so you can't get out the bottom at all. You can go in at the top, left-hand side, and come out the right, or vice versa, but you can't go in from the bottom. And the baddies always start or the cops, or the goodies, start in the middle of the game, rather than the, the left and right-hand side like they do in the Taito the version. So this is reminiscent, or actual obvious rip-off, of Pac-Man. Mm, so maybe yeah. maybe I'm thinking, because the sounds yeah. sound just like Pac-Man as well. It's got the sort of buzzing, wiring, that sort of siren sound in the background. Mm. And, the, and the sounds, when you, you hit the coins as well, makes a sort of Pac-Man noise. I'm thinking... But the deco version came out first and maybe Taito asked for some of alterations as to not get sued by Namco. Yeah, so there's a lot of copying a- going on back there. Maybe maybe they were, you know, a bit worried about it, I don't know. So the sounds are a bit
1: different and the yeah. maze lay maze layouts a bit different. Yeah.
0: And so also, does- I got a feeling the deco version has got a a little interval screen as well.
1: Yeah, that's missing on you. There, there is no little break from the action right taito uh, uh, th- i found out from the flyer that the guys called lupin and i knew that there was another game called lupin 3 which is no relation to it actually no. it is a taito game made in 1980 but the game lupin 3 was based on a very famous manga anime series in japan
0: yeah lupin's which, really famous
1: i didn't know this it was from 1967 mm mm-hmm. A manga. 1971, it ran for t- 23 episodes. Second series in 1977, ran for 155 episodes.
0: Yeah, and Lupin was sort of like their Batman, I suppose, but he was um, a bad good guy.
1: Yeah, the, the clones to the US-European market, it was it was released as Mystery of Mamo. I don't know I remember that. And 1979... The Castle of Caga- Cagliostro.
0: Yeah, that's a very famous manga film. Very
1: Footage, famous. This is good. Footage from two movies were made to make the Laserdisc game Cliffhanger were used in. La- so, so Lupin was at the height of his popularity when Cliffhanger was made.
0: Yeah, I knew that as well. Pretty cool. Got some Holly. Oh, talk, talking about nicking people's stuff. Go on. Yeah, yeah. I use
1: Lupins as protagonists in my cult smash NERG 2018 hit, Drunk Gary. I did this for Phil NERG, and we got loads of samples of Gary, put him in a game. Phil mocked up, It did an actual jammer cab, put, put a marquee on Drunk get, Drunk Gary, and I made the game you know, in a raspberry Pi. Do you know
0: what? I've never played it. I wasn't at that NERG, whatever year, 2018, I wasn't at that NERG. Can you send it to me, please? It's a yeah, I've got it. It's
1: a flash file, so I did. Uh, I'm uh,
0: sure I'll work it out as a player.
1: Yeah, they they don't like. I've just tried it. They don't like flash files now because they were uh, not safe. Were they?
0: I don't know. I know nothing about it. But the game, to your credit, does look very arcadey. It looks really cool. The first game, the first level, if the the levels in order, is the tavern. It does look a, a bit like lock and chase. So you've got the coins on the floor and you've got the lupins and the the guards moving around. Oh, the lupins, sorry. And you've got Drunk Gary with his big teeth. And then the second le- game, is still got coins in it, but it looks like Frogger. It looks like yeah. you nicked some Frogger graphics there while you swine. And, and then the third level... Uh, I think I nicked swimmer graphics for that as well. Yeah, the boats looks strangely familiar. And then the third one looks a lot like Mouser.
1: Yeah, before I knew, uh, before I played Malta. Really? Mobile, so, yeah. Oh, right. It
0: does look very like Malta. It's got the house. You can sort of see the side view of a house, and it's got they, um, platforms and, and uh, ladders and stuff.
1: The lamps are from, and the doors are from Elevator Action,
0: But Oh, way. wow. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. It does look a lot like an arcade game, so I want to play that. It looks really cool. Yeah, I it's, like it's a, it.
1: It's a story, right? apparently that there's oh i should have put the end screen in was where he's asleep in bed right it it apparently, drunk gary got home yeah he gets out of the tavern he, he steals a this is in real life he steals a beer glass right he gets chased across the tyne bridge so, so that's <laughs> that's the that's the frogger level so right. the tavern is, and then he has to get home to bed which is the house level yeah so there's kind of a bit of a a bit of a story, story
0: to it. it, cool. it? Yeah. yeah, send me that. I want to play it. I'll work out how I play it on the PC or something. Right, it's got some score. We've got quite a few people playing it. Thank you for playing, everyone. So the first one, down down the bottom, One Punch Ron, uh, 2,640 points. Zestora, 9,840 eight forty. Well, that's really low for this story. He's usually really good. Uh, Majok, 10,980. I fought the law and the law won.
1: I fought the law and the law won. Eastwood, 71, 11,640. Mark Apricots, uh,
0: 11,860. Old Man Steve, 11,880. Ooh, just Pip Mar. Uh, Deadlock, 12,600. Long way to go to catch up with you, Mr. Rygar. Danny Roebuck, new player, 12,840, better late than never. I only just
1: realised you can trap them for extra points on the last few, few tries. I'm an idiot.
0: Yeah, everyone should watch the attract mode when you play a game. It tells you things. <laughs> Bill Wellham, 13,320, and he says, not janky, not obscure, not broken, but not fun. It was. The infuriating maze game got me so angry, totally unfair, will never play again, harumph.
1: <laughs> Pilbo, <laughs>
0: 13,440. Gray bags fourteen thousand two twenty. Mister Ed Horse fifteen six forty. James Wisemid sixteen thousand nine hundred forty. Struggled to get into this, and I'm blaming the low score on the fact that I didn't realise there was a lock button until too late. Hope the cloning tech is coming along at Sean Holly. I remember a sheep a few years ago. Maybe he'd speak to him about making Dolly the victor. Now listen I- here, James Wisemid. Before we go any further, you know the games called Lock and Chase, right? Lock and Chase. <laughs>
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I have been putting on Twitter that I might try and clone you, by the way.
0: I'm unclonable. They threw away the mould, mate.
1: <laughs> Andrew, M45. He's still on the M45. He's not. He can't get off his traffic jam. 17,160. And also, I missed Adam Flint's score on this countdown. So he's next. He's got 20,400, Adam Flint.
0: Okay. Sal Buglaris. he's been on. 20,520. And he says, Another game I always walk by in the arcades but never bothered trying. It's sort of kind of fun but still too annoying.
1: Next! Oh, Retro re- retro Russ, 21,620, fair cop, light-fingered Larry Lupin rolls up to a bank heist in his bling-mobile and silly hat, but the Rossers are already waiting in the vault to feel his collar. Will Larry make it out of the bank with the cash, or will off- Officer Stiffy prove to be
0: more than a handful? <laughs> oh, See, oh. I told you, we can't say it without sniggering. It was so childish. <laughs> we are. A bit. He is Jimmy, 21,860. Take Pac-Man, remove all of the fun, and that's lock and chase, that is. I couldn't get to grips with lock mechanics. Sometimes a gate would lock, sometimes it wouldn't. Maybe the main manipulation isn't right. Either that or I'm just pants. Uh, I hate to break it to you, Jimmy. Your pants. <laughs> it it did is take me I, a while. I think it's more fun than Pac-Man because you've got the locks. Mm, I like it. I do.
1: I do. Mr. Messi, 23,000. This is a fun maze game. We have to rob a bank whilst avoiding coppers. Getting the money bag bonus seems to be more like luck than planning. Note to self, one Robin Barclays. <laughs> tell Mr. B- Busy to ditch the huge top hat and don't arrive in the clown car. It
0: is a bit of a clown. It's not a very quick clown car either. Uh, final Ross. How many Rosses? He's the final one. 25,920. Yeah, that, we read his comments,
1: didn't we? Retro Rex, 26,920. You got more than awesome. me,
0: actually. Uh, I got yeah. 26,600 just below Retro Rex. Well, I, I get got some
1: points. That's good. I got 27,820.
0: You, sir, are a swine,
1: sir. I was getting into it. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, not a ma- it's not a massive scoring game. I think the world record is only about 89,000. It's is not it? a massive, yeah. It's not a massive score because you can't pattern it. So what? No is next on the list. Uh, Twenty-eight thousand
1: nine hundred. J.P. Mbaba, forty-five thousand six hundred. Lock and Chase. This
0: game is ace. It's a race at pace. Well chased. And it's thirty-five thousand six hundred. You cannot see. Rygar's been on, and he didn't win it this time. Forty-four thousand five hundred eighty. Oh dear. Looks like time ran away with me this month. I managed one last game, but after a week's break, I'm not feeling it. Marginal improvement, but nowhere near the fifty k club. Well done, indeed, to the top. Actual three, not two. There's three above fifty in the 50K club, Mr. fifty k club. Mister Berserker
1: is fifty thousand after. Sorry, fifty thousand two hundred fifty after eleven hundred games. He was counting how many games he played. There's no 11. way he played
0: eleven hundred.
1: He reckoned he did.
0: That's madness. Well, yeah. fair play. 10 out of 10 for trying, honestly. AIDS Skyway73, 54,020. My final score for this month. I enjoyed this game. The comparisons with Pac-Man are obvious, but the doors opening and closing, plus the locking mechanic, adds a lot to the strategy. Nice difficulty curve too. And Dave Retro London, we've already read out his comments,
1: 57,020 points. That's 10 a really good point. score. For the newcomer
0: on the block. That's brilliant. Well done, sir. 57,000. Well done. There are no sequels to this game, as far as I know, um, but Mm. there are some notable ports on the home versions. So the first one is Intellivision. It's a good port. Uh, It seemed to control a bit weird on the emulator I was using. Uh, I used to own it when I did Intellivision, actually, but never really played it that much um, because Maze games on the Intellivision aren't much fun because of that horrible controller of theirs. Mm. the disc i just couldn't play in a four-way game on a disc is quite difficult so i tend when i was playing on the emulator i tended to find the lag it felt really laggy when you went left or right it just kept going up or down sometimes i'm not sure if that's just me or what uh, the game boy version really game boys it up it starts with a single static screen obviously you've got a smaller screen on a game boy just to get you into the game then the mazes start scrolling a little bit either way if you get the diamond bonus, which is the same as the uh, the hat and the valise and the heart in the middle, you can actually run around and give the cops a good kick in for bonuses for a short period of time, rather like Pac-Man. So they've added that bit onto it. It's quite fun and has a cool in-game tune as well. You should listen to it. It's really good. The Atari 2600 version is limited due to crap hardware, of course, but it makes for a far better game than 2600 Pac-Man, at least. The cops are all the same color on the 2600 version, and the bonuses is just lines, as are the coins, wafer coins maybe. No, mm. don't make excuses for the fact 2600 can't use round sprites, or even any sprites for that matter. So the 2600 version is really liney, but still plays.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did a lot with the, that hardware, didn't they? Did a lot of lines with that hardware. Uh,
0: lines and line. lines,
1: Changes
0: and lines. Changes or imp- and or, or improvements and or. It. And or oh, what do you, you think? decide? What do you think, Vic? Bonus cash bags need to stay longer in the middle. Yeah, and they the other really
1: collectibles. Yeah, and the other to-
0: collectibles—they don't last for very long at all. By the time you get there, it's—you know what I mean. So for you've them got to, to, to stay plan. there, yeah. Yes, queen, stay there.
1: You've got to plan your sort of route and be near it when you've got to sort of.
0: It makes coin, it difficult when you're trying to avoid almost, the cops.
1: Yeah, coin count really.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's difficult because you. Because you pick them up quite quickly, it's very difficult counting them. So you can't mm. really do that. Um, some kind of time bonus for getting off half the last coins collected, maybe? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've wrote a swear word here, because I really don't like them. But I've put something, the Locky Gate things off. Get rid of them. The game is hard enough as it is without these things blocking and and blocking you from getting away from the cops. And also when you get the, the bonus cash bag, because... Most of the levels, the, the vault in the middle has got the two moving gates. So when things go up, you know, playing the tune to get the cash bag, if then things lock in front of you, you can't get it. And sometimes when you get in the middle of them, it'll lock you in. But if you get caught between the locky doors, the cops run away from you. They don't tend to get you. If you're actually in the middle of them, locked, they won't get you. They'll move away. But if you're in front of it trying to get through and it locks, they'll get you. So annoying that is that really made me rage quick a few times where well, you've gone up you've gone up and there's
1: there's two guys who are sort of running left and you can you can also you can almost f- run after them you can follow them because they're not going to turn around until until they get to a junction or something yeah so you, you can use that you can run in between them and then just duck down like a yeah a if, you, if
0: you're quite a quite skillful player yeah, you can do that you mm-hmm. said you've put on here um that those the, locky gates are an integral part of the game they're not it, of course they are. No, they it's need going, to be got rid of. No, and
1: chase.
0: I would say an integral part of a game with a locked door is ladybug, because you use that to your advantage. But these things are random, and they're annoying, and they no, move around not as well. Not no, they random. sort of they go in and out at a certain pace. But if you really want to get somewhere and you're being chased, or the bag turns up, then bloody things get in your way. They're really, really annoying.
1: Oh, you mean them gates? Yes. You don't mean, you-
0: Oh, I thought you meant no, like not the red No, not your ones. Games. Not the ones you make. The ones that close right. and open on their own. All right, fair enough. God, they're yeah. annoying. God, they're damn annoying. You've mentioned here cutscenes. Right. I believe the Deco version has got a cutscene. Oh. It could, yes, you're correct. It could do with different mazes, maybe change the mazes up a bit. Mm. But maybe that hardware in 1981 wasn't capable of enough memory to do that. I don't know. Mm, and maybe. also, follow the Game Boy one, a way to duff up the cops. Maybe every now and again, rather than something like you collect in the middle, maybe like, um, I don't know, a power-up thing would appear. You can go and kick the cops in. I don't know. That would be good. But that, that would be a real copy of Pac-Man then, wouldn't it? Mm. So maybe they, that's why they didn't do it. I don't know. Annoy or enjoy? For me, still, after all this playing, enjoy. Enjoy. It's just a shame you can't play longer, though, because the game is quite difficult, and it does give you that two or three minutes and then knocks you off. It seems more fun with the speed-up option in the dips. I've only played it a few times because I managed to change the dips on the, the bit kit, and it the whole game's faster. It's not just you faster, so you can run away from the cops easy. The whole lot's speeded up, which makes the game a bit more fun, I think. The advantage is you can get to
1: the bags quicker.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? But the yeah, disadvantages... it sort of makes the game still even because the cops are still at the same speed as you are.
1: Yeah, you have a, a ratio.
0: Left. They start off at slightly slower, and you can get away from them, and they get faster. But I think the ratio is still the same because a lot of the speed-up hacks on the pack games, you can go really fast, and the the ghosts can only serve the same speed, so you can whiz around the game really quick. But hmm. one thing I do find about the game that's not enjoyable... It's me rage quitting if I lose a life early on. I got really annoyed myself if I lose a life early on. It's my own fault. But yeah, I'll get annoyed. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I've i really got into this. I really do enjoy it. There's there's certain parts that, that even just last night I learned about the coins. Yeah. Because cause instead of just going around the around the outside, like, like leaving two coins. Uh, not coins. Yeah, they're coins, aren't they? Yeah, coins, leaving, yeah. leaving two coins and then waiting for the bags to appear that doesn't happen it's it's all based on on the actual coins left so that's another thing you can kind of steer them you can you can kind of steer them if if you go up a a level of the maze they'll come down and you can go down the bottom and then
0: yeah but the thing is usually in the corners if you've got four of them all together you go in a corner one will break off and cut you off at the pass i've found Mm, that loads of times they so i think they've done probably before um, Namco did, they've added random elements into it, so you can't pattern it. Mm. Because Pac-Man can be patterned, but Ms. Pac-Man later on couldn't be because they added random random elements into it and obviously changed the mazes around as well. So this game's quite clever. It does that. It'd be quite, I don't know. I I don't really like patterns in games anyway, but I suppose if you wanted to get a massive score, you'd have to learn the patterns. And obviously after, Mm. I think, level eight, uh, Dave London said, you can't really panic because they're too fast. But yeah, it's uh, it's a good little game. It's good. But it yeah, does, but, it does um, annoy me because I was trying to do better and I really wanted to crack 30,000 and I didn't manage it. I'm, I'm going to keep playing more and about try and it. it. I think.
1: I'm, I'm learning more about it all the time.
0: The good thing about this, as with a lot of these old games that we l- love playing, is there's rules. Mm. There might not be obvious rules, but there's rules. And you need to learn how to play the game and you've got to follow those rules, otherwise you won't do very well in it. But once you know the rules, it makes the game more enjoyable. It's like Donkey Kong or Pac-Man. You know, you can steer the barrels around, you can do certain things, you can wait for things, you can get things in a certain order. With Pac-Man, you can pattern it, you know which way some of the, some of the, the monsters will go, you know, to wait to get a power pill or whatever. It's that kind of thing, so it, it makes it fun knowing there's rules, and you can learn things about the game and use them to your advantage, which is what I like. Yeah,
1: this is. I think it's deep. There's a lot to it, and I, I mm. do really more I play it. The more I, I enjoy it, it's in my favour. So I'm going to carry on playing because I reckon I could get to that fifty and sixty thousand that the other guys. Are I don't got. think
0: you could. I think I could. No. Oh yeah i tell you what it. on your on your it. big news tv you were talking about earlier with your emulators on there have a go of the game boy version of it you might like it
1: oh yeah it might be on there yeah,
0: it's it's slightly different but it follows the same game it's, it's good i really like it and the music's great so mm. the last word uh what, what would you liken this to or play if you didn't have this to play The three that come to mind
1: immediately is Mousetrap, that's quite similar, Ladybug, which is quite similar, Mm -hmm.
0: and Pulsar. Can you remember Pulsar? Pulsar's a great game.
1: It is good. It's sort of a
0: scrolling maze game, and the doors move around on that. Mm. It's also a shooter. so It's a sort of mix of a lot of games. Pulsar's a great game. For me, Mm. Ladybug, obviously. And also, where I've moved my room around, I've put my Ladybug uh, wall-mounted arcade cab on top of a big table so I can actually play it. I was playing that the other mm. day. It's a really good little game, but it needs a little bit of attention. The monitor's quite buzzy, and it's sort of like – the monitor's got sort of a weird um, rippling effect on it. I think it's a ground issue you need to sort it of out, and I just look at that. But, uh, yeah, and also uh, Pack Speed Up because of the, the Speed Up version as well. But Mizpac mm. because of the random elements in it, which this game has.
1: Mm. Yeah, so, so go on.
0: We have got one more game in this in your league this year, because it's December December's the cut off of the league. Can anyone catch Rygar? Uh, for the record, Charlie Farr won it in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and he sort of retired from it, and Rygar's won 21 and 22. So and it's-, it's Rygar. But, yeah, I think the only person that can get him
1: is Aid. Aid Skyway oh, but okay. I think he's I'll put it on the show notes I think he's 11 points or 9 points away right okay that's well, getting close so if Rygaard doesn't play all he's got to do is get one point and he's, he's won it for a third year wow bit what of a competition going on then excellent player We've got some really
0: good players this year so this is, yes. the game, this is the game they've got to play for next month then next show's game this is an odd one. Yes, uh, it's Blueprint. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's by Bally, but it was developed by Z- uh, Zilek Zenitone, which did Checkman.
1: Oh, yeah, and, and it, is UK that, one.
0: it is that odd a UK company. The ROM is Blueprint B L U E P R N T. There's three lives. Difficulty is level two, and the monster appears at level two also. I'm yeah, looking at dip dips. Dip. It's all default. Yeah, I'm looking at the dips. But um I've only ever done one level of Blueprint when I've been played it. And after that level, the monster turns up in the little maze bit. That's what it means. Uh, it's an odd game. I, I, I'm i going to hope I can get into this game. I quite like its weirdness. It's a little bit creepy. See what you think. Uh, when you play it, you can submit your score. This is the arcade ROMs only, please. No scores from console or computer compilations, as they may be different, unless... They use the actual arcade ROMs like the Evercade does. Mm. So you can add a score. Uh, you can send it to Twitter, which is hashtag 10 score, the Sidekick app in the 10p club section. You can email the site, vertvic at 10 You can add as a comment on Facebook or contact us on UKVAC as well. And the deadline for submissions is Christmas Day. Can we change that? Can we, can we- change it? Yes. It was going to be Boxing Day. Could could we do it to the week before
1: so they have got three weeks because everyone's going to be mad busy over Christmas? Okay, let's do now. it
0: the Monday before Christmas the eight, Day,
1: eighteenth. Eighteenth of so December, three please. Weeks.
0: Yeah, sure. And there's a little bit of news about the arcade arcade Sidekick app. So he says, "I've taken a day off to do a little bit of app work. Just got the message from Apple to say it's been removed from the store due to no recent updates. So it's about time we did some serious work on it. Updates to follow, which is good." have you
1: said the 18th
0: yeah all right brilliant i have got no more to say
1: sean have you no thank you for listening kids it's been a wonderful journey of discovery and i really do i really do like this game and i'm going to carry on playing it this is it's, draw, it's drawn me in i've got like, better at it as well which is a nice thing there's something saying so I can just get more points if I trap them and get the bag and trap them and get the bag so I'm going to keep playing it I just I want to try and get 30,000 yeah. i I'd
0: be happy after, after 30,000 so I'm going to keep playing it I'm going to play the speed up version and see if I can get better score with that I don't know if I will or not you've got
1: less time to think but more time to get the bags as a kind of a trade off
0: yeah that's pretty good anyway that's about it from us and we'll see you next month near Christmas time thanks for yeah. listening and goodbye Goodbye, kids. Love you. Bye. You can download or play the podcast, read all the show notes, and leave feedback at www10 You can email me at vertvic at 10 You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can tweet me at 10 and you can tweet Sean at Sean Holly. We'd love to hear from you for game suggestions, arcade pickups and stories, or any of your personal thoughts on anything we may have covered.